Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At all times, his praise shall continually be in my mouth I will bless the Lord at all times his praise shall continually his praise shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually, His praise Shall continually his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, Father, we say thank you thank you father for life for health for strength thank you father for salvation for redemption thank you heavenly father for so many things too numerous for us to count we give you glory we give you honor we give you praise Father, this is the day that you have made. We are rejoicing and we are glad in it. Father, we ask that you once again forgive us. For we have sinned in thought, in word, and in deed. We have done that which is not pleasing in your sight. We have spoken that which was not pleasing in your sight. Father, we have even thought that that was not pleasing in your sight. We ask, Father, for your forgiveness. We ask, Father, that you start us afresh in the day that you have made. Father, as we study, as we worship, we pray, Father, that your blessed spirit will lead us, will guide us in your paths of righteousness for your namesake. Speak to us, Father, speak through us and speak for us that we may understand and gain more of your wisdom, knowledge, and counsel. Father, we're trusting that you are going to do these things for us because we are asking in the name of Jesus, we are touching and agreeing in his most precious name. These and all other blessings, Father, we ask and we count done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. 
Let God's people around the world say amen. Amen and amen. God bless you, children of God. I do greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of our soon coming King, Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our supplier, sustainer, our healer. He's everything. God is everything, not the government, not your husband, not your wife, not your family. God is everything, and he is the owner. Listen to me, child of God. I don't know what medium you are listening to us on, what country you are in. God is speaking in my spirit. God says, Robert, I am the owner of men's souls. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. You are an eternal being. I am an eternal being. In other words, you and I are beings that have always existed and will always exist. 10 billion years ago, you existed. You say, ah, Apostle, I'm only 20. I'm only 40. I'm only 60. It doesn't matter how old you are. You and I existed in the mind of God from the beginning. You and I will always exist for out throughout all eternity. The question is not whether we will exist or have existed forever. The question is where will we exist forever? My prayer. And the reason why I'm on this broadcast every day that the Lord gives me strength and the Lord allows me to be here is to try and let men and women know of the importance of your eternal nature, the importance of my eternal nature. Don't think these little lives that we are living here, don't think this is it. This is not even a drop in the bucket compared to eternity. You and I will exist forever. God said, Robert, hell is a real place. I made hell, saith the Lord. And I have to send people there every day that did not believe my apostles, did not believe my prophets, did not believe my, my prophets, my evangelists, my pastors, my teachers. God has to send people there every day. May that not be your portion. May that not be my portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We want to spend eternity in the presence of God and of the angels where there will be no more weeping, no more crying, no more pain, where the old order of things, old way things were done in this life and in this world, they will be passed away. And God says, behold, everything will be made new. That is my prayer for you, my brother. That is my prayer for me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. For those of you worshiping with us for the first time, I am Apostle Robert Bryant pastor of the Christian Center Church Worldwide headquarters right here in Kinston, North Carolina, USA. And I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word. 
a place where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of millions of God's people all over the world. We do thank God for your life. We thank God for your presence. Uh, we pray that the blessings of the Lord have come upon you and they are accompanying you wherever you are hearing this broadcast. And if the blessings of the Lord have not come upon you, if they are not accompanying you, then you are in the right place because God sends his apostles, God sends his prophets out to tell his people how to be blessed. If you look up in your life and you're not blessed, it's just problem after problem, uh, difficulty after difficulty, lack after lack, you are in the right place. We have problems in this life as human beings. God has solutions that he will send through his prophets, through his apostles, through his evangelists, through his pastors and teachers. God's word has solutions. If you if you don't want God's word, what you're really saying is you want the problems. You want the difficulties in your life. Because God's word is filled up with solutions. God's word has the ability to untangle the mess of a life that we have made. God bless you, Pastor Hope. Tell the saints in Nairobi that we love them and we hope to see them soon. God's word is full of solutions. I don't know what your problem is. You don't know what my problem is, but I guarantee you this. God knows what your problem is. God knows what my problem is. And God has the solution in his word. So what do we need to do, apostle? You say, apostle, what do we need to do? We need to get down into God's word so that God can reveal the solution to our problem to us. If we refuse to get down into God's word, God says, how am I going to how am I going to show you the solution to your problem? And the problem solver that I have put right in your midst is right there and you refuse to get into it. Listen, and the Lord is bringing this in my spirit now. If you or I are sick and the doctor tells us, take this medicine, this medicine will clear you up in a few days and we refuse to take the medicine. I'm not going to take it. We, for whatever reason, we, and we remain sick and or die. Whose fault is that? Doctor said, take this medicine. You'll be all right in a few days. And we refuse to take the medicine. We refuse to take the tablets for whatever, whatever reason we have. And we get sick and die. Whose fault was that? I tell you whose fault it was, my brother and my sister. Nobody but ours. Because we did not take what the doctor prescribed that he knew would clear us up. Well, understand this. God is the great physician. So whatever your sickness, whatever your ailment, whatever your disability, whatever your problem, God is saying, take my word. Take my word and my word will clear it up. Now, if we refuse to take God's word, we refuse to study, we refuse to listen to God's apostles, we refuse and we continue in our sickness. We continue in our 
calamity. We can, that's nobody's fault but ours. So I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, get God's word into you. Get into God's word and get God's word into you. It will clear up what ails you or what is giving you problem. I guarantee you. I don't I don't even know what you uh what your problem is. Just like you don't know what mine is, but I know God's word will clear it up for you. God's word will clear it up for me. Listen, God would not have taken his time energy and effort to send his word through his holy apostles and through his holy prophets and, and down through thousands and thousands of years to you and to me for nothing. God sent us his word as a show, as a great show of love. God knows how powerful his word is. Bible says in the beginning was the word. God's word was so powerful that in the big in the beginning was God's word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. So it was so powerful that it was there in the beginning. And it was so appealing to God that God had the word with him and then God took it another step another step further. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. God said, this word is so powerful and so that I'm going to be this word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It was with God in the beginning. So understand, my brother, understand, my sister, when we dig down in and seek and search God's word, we are searching and seeking a wisdom that was with our creator in the beginning. We are seeking and searching the wisdom of our creator, not the wisdom of our government, not the wisdom of our generation, not the wisdom of this. this. We are seeking and searching the wisdom of our creator. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. There's no greater wisdom than the wisdom of our Creator, and the more we get into it, the more it gets into us, the more blessings, the more improvements in our lives, the more things will level out for you and for me. Well, children of God, again, we thank God for each of you. Um, I pray that you all do like um, Pastor Hope did from Nairobi. He typed a comment up here. Let me know that uh, he was with us. Uh, he says here, Apostle Kenya loves you. I say, well, God bless you, man of God. I love Kenya as well. And uh, your country and, and, and whatever country you are from and what whatever nation you are from. Uh, as the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Psalms 24, the world and those who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas. He established it upon the waters. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that we may have clean hands and a pure heart 
in this world of iniquity, in this world of sin, in these last and evil days. Father, help us have clean hands. Help us to have pure hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Saints, we're going to take a look at something today uh, in the book of Romans, chapter 8, verses 38 and 39. The apostle Paul or the apostle writes to us. He says, for I am convinced. That neither death. Nor life. Neither angels. Nor demons, neither the present. Nor the future, nor any. Powers, neither height. Nor depth. Nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. We're going to use as a topic today, children of God, for I am convinced. For I am convinced. Once again, let us pray. Eternal Father, Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, again, we thank you, Father, for this beautiful rainy day that you have given us. You know what we have need of, Father, before we even ask you. I pray, Heavenly Father, that your word from heaven does just like these rains from heaven that they these rains will not return unto you void they will not return unto you until they have done everything that they have been purposed and accomplished to do in the earth father i pray that this word that we are about to study now do the same thing may it water men and women's souls may it refresh men and women's consciousness may your word do everything that it is intended to do to us through us and for us that we father may give your name all glory all honor and all praise this is our prayer father in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let God's people say, Amen. Amen and Amen. Apostle says, For I am convinced. I am convinced. Each one of us as human beings, we are going to stand before our creator. You and I have been created by someone, a being much more powerful than ourselves. Just as the maker of this cell phone 
is much more powerful than this cell phone. He is much wiser than this cell phone. You and I have been created. And we are going to give an account to him, our heavenly father, our creator, our maker, of everything that we have done while we were in these mortal bodies. One of the things that we do while we are in these mortal bodies, you do it in your country. I don't know where you are from. I do it here. We do it in America. You all may do it in Africa. You all may do it in Europe. You all may do it in South America, China, India, Asia. We convince ourselves of different things. We convince ourselves. In other words, we have decided to believe certain things. Now, we have decided to believe some things that are true. We have decided to believe some things that are false. We have decided to believe some things that are right. We have decided to believe some things that are wrong. My prayer for each of us, may we decide to believe what God says. May we convince ourselves that what God has said is true. What God has said is the best course of action. Now, what the Lord is bringing in my spirit now is his early apostles. God was in the process of introducing humanity to Christianity. Jesus had died, rose again from the dead, ascended on high, back to heaven, and his apostles early apostles had the task of sharing with men and women of their day the glorious gospel that we are enjoying today. Well, there were some men, there were some women that had to share this gospel to a people, many of whom who did not believe it, many of whom did not want to accept it, many of whom who wanted to remain in Judaism, which was the former way of worshiping and serving God, many of these people did not want to come out of Judaism. They wanted to remain with the sacrifices, the blood of bulls, the blood of calves. Many individuals didn't want to accept that Jesus Christ was and is and forever shall be the only acceptable sacrifice to God. Many people didn't want to accept that. But the early apostles, these men were convinced that this was the new way to approach God. They were convinced that we could come out of the old covenant, thank you, Holy Spirit, and enter into the new covenant. They were convinced that we were now in a new and living way of serving and worshiping God, that God no longer has to just be God with us, but now 
the Holy Spirit can live and dwell within us, God can be in us. My prayer for every soul under the sound of my voice, may God not just be with us. May God be inside of you, inside of me, in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus. These early apostles were convinced that this new way of worshiping and serving God was the right way. Now, many of the religious leaders, many of the authorities at this time were not convinced, but these great men and women of God persisted. Many of them uh, had to give up their lives for this glorious gospel that you and I now have an opportunity to enjoy because they were convinced that God's way, God's new way was the right way. On one occasion, the religious leaders arrested these early apostles and told them to no longer speak or teach in the name of Jesus. Now, an angel had just told the early apostles to go into the temple courts and to share the new, the, the full message of this new life. The authorities told them no longer preach, no longer teach in the name of Jesus. The apostles were in what seemed to be a cadaldrum, what seemed to be a tight spot. Religious leaders are saying one thing, the angel of God saying another thing. And Peter spoke up and he said something very profound to the religious leaders, to the Sanhedrin, to a group that had the, the power, they could, they could kill you if, if they chose to. Peter spoke up and said, judge for yourselves whether it's right for us to obey you rather than God. Peter said, look, you know, I, I hear what you're saying, but I also heard what the angel of the Lord has said. I also heard what the Lord said. Judge for yourselves whether it is right that we obey you rather than God. You say, Apostle, why are you letting us to know this? Because Peter and the other apostles were convinced that even if it meant being harmed or hurt physically or it meant being killed, these great men and women of God were convinced that obedience to the Holy Spirit of God was the best course of action. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, in these last and evil days that we find ourselves living in, that we too will be convinced that obedience to the Spirit of God, obedience to the Word of God, obedience to the will of God is the best course of action. Look at what the apostle said, Romans 
chapter 8. The apostle, he doesn't say that my mother is convinced. He doesn't say that my father is convinced. He said he doesn't say that, you know, my sister or my brother. He doesn't say my son or my daughter is convinced. The apostle says in verse 38, Romans chapter 8, verse 38, for I am convinced. Now understand, my brother and my sister. You and I are not going to be judged based on what our mother and father believed. You and I are not going to be judged on what our son or our daughter believed. You and I are not going to be judged on what our sister or our brother believed. But I'm hearing God speak loudly and clearly in my spirit now. You and I are going to be judged on what we have believed. What the, the the apostle says, for I am convinced. The apostle says, this is what I have decided to believe. There's some people that end up in trouble with God, choosing to believe what mama and, and daddy believe that is contrary to what God believes, or choosing to believe what sister and brother believes that is contrary to what God believes, or choosing to believe what son or daughter believes that is contrary to what God has said. The apostle said, I am convinced that what God says is right. My prayer for every soul, I don't know whether you are listening to us on Facebook or YouTube or TalkShoe or Reddit or Instagram. I don't know what social media with apple ipod device i don't know what you have are using to hear us but if you are hearing these words my prayer for you that you will decide to be convinced that what god says is right not necessarily your government not necessarily my government not necessarily the news media, not necessarily uh, be convinced. Let God's word convince you. See, Because at the end of the day, I guarantee you this, my brother, I guarantee you this, my sister, we're going to want God to, to welcome us into his eternal kingdom. I don't know where you are and what you went to, but I guarantee you this. And God is confirming this in my spirit. You don't want to go to hell. You might be an atheist out there. You might be an unbeliever. You, I guarantee you don't want to go to hell. Hell is just as real as I am on this screen. I'm real on this screen. I'm not a puppet. I'm not an animatronic. I'm, a, I'm real. I'm a real man with real faults, real flaws, real ups. Real. I'm real. Hell is just as real as I am. And every day, our creator has to send men and women there, boys and girls. God has to send people there every day for unbelief, for convincing themselves of the wrong thing. There's some people that went to hell today that convinced themselves in life that there was no God. Well, they found out that there was. And they found out that hell was real. There are some people that convinced themselves in this life that they didn't have to be saved and die. 
Well, they died and they found out that they needed to be. You and I can convince ourselves of what is right. We can convince ourselves of what is wrong. We can convince ourselves to believe God. We can convince ourselves not to believe God. But listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. 500 years ago, uh, almost everybody was convinced that the world was flat. Just about everybody. You come talking about the world was round 500 years ago. You'd have got laughed out of the tavern or laughed out there. Well, what we find out, what does just about everybody know today? That the world is round. A couple thousand years ago, just about everybody was convinced that the earth was the center of the universe. Well, what do we know today that is much different? You say, Apostle, why is that important? Well, that just goes to show that there can be mass deception on the part of humanity. What we think and what we believe about some things today, a thousand years from now, if God spared a life, we'll, everybody will know that's nonsense. And there are some things that are going on today that men and women are doing that many men and women think is all right, that as time goes on, just about everybody will know that's nonsense. Here in the great United States, we're thinking that it's all right, homosexual behavior is all right. There's going to come a time when, when, when just about everybody's going to know that's nonsense. Many people are believing it today. Many people are believing that it's, it's okay, it's all right. You need it. There's going to come a time when just about everybody is going to know that is nonsense. For those that don't believe there's a hell, there are some that didn't believe there was a hell yesterday that died and found out that they had convinced themselves of the wrong thing. My prayer for you, my prayer for me, may we convince ourselves of God's word. May we convince ourselves that what God says is true, that what God says is the best course of action that what god said the, the apostle says i am convinced that neither death nor life angels nor demons present nor the future but the, the apostle said look many things change in humanity many things change in creation what was true yesterday might not be true today. And what uh, people think is right one day might not be what people think is right the next day. But the, the apostle said, look, I'm convinced that this here remains true. That nothing shall separate us. From the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. The apostle said, look, 2,000 years ago, I was convinced. See, 2,000 years ago, they thought the earth was the center of the universe. This was science. This was science talking. For those of you out there that want to go with science over God's word, I'm not saying that science is bad. I'm not saying that science is good. I'm just saying that science must be in line with God's word like everything else. For those of you that, that, that believe in science over 
God's word. 2,000 years ago, science was saying that the world was flat. 2,000 years ago, science was saying that the earth was the center of the universe. Today, we know that science was believing nonsense 2,000 years ago. And there are things that science is believing today that if the Lord spares the, the earth 2,000 years from now, we will know, people will know that it is nonsense. But what the apostle says here 2,000 years ago, he says this 2,000 years ago, neither height nor depth nor nor uh, angels nor demons nor present powers in the present powers in the future that none of these things will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus and God said Robert is still true God says Robert is still true it was said 2000 years ago and God says still true what scientists were saying 2000 years ago God said I knew it was nonsense I knew that the, world, the earth was not flat, but scientists were saying it. I knew that the earth was not the center of the universe, God said, Robert, but scientists were saying it. But God says, Robert, my apostles were saying that nothing will separate you and us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. God says, I knew it was true 2,000 years ago, and God says it's true today, and Robert, it will be true forevermore talking about science you believe in science 2000 years ago science had didn't have a clue science didn't have a clue science was telling all kinds of nonsense 2000 years ago science is telling all kinds of nonsense today that god knew better than but god's word was true this is why i want to encourage you my brother encourage you my sister get down into god's word Science may be true, may be false, may be right, may be wrong, but God's word is forever true. God bless you, Pastor Agat in Kampala, Uganda. Greet the saints in that great country for me. So I encourage you, my brother. I encourage you, my sister. You watch what what you allow yourself to be convinced of. See, we don't want to be convinced of something today that we find out was a lie tomorrow. This is why I never told the kids around here about any Santa Claus, about any Easter Bunny, about any Tooth Fairy, any of that nonsense. They're lies. There's no man running around in a red suit, come down the chimney and, and leave a bunch of gifts. Uh-uh. There's no Easter bunny hopping around. Uh-uh. There's no Cupid running around shooting people without nonsense. We want to we want to walk in the truth today so that when tomorrow comes, we will still be in the truth. We don't want to walk in a lie today so that when tomorrow comes, we had to find out that what we were walking in yesterday was a lie. And uh, 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 we want to be walking the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister. 
Walk in what's true. Walk in what's real. 2,000 years ago, science, because I know there are some of you watching this broadcast and you're trying to watch it in secret because you don't want anyone to know. That's all right. Nicodemus did Jesus the same way. But I, what I want to encourage you, my brother, encourage you, my sister, what science was believing 2,000 years ago, what science was telling everybody 2,000 years ago, that the earth is the center of the universe, that the earth is flat. Everybody just about was believing that. Everybody was had convinced themselves and accepted that. That was what science was saying. It has to be true. We know it is pure nonsense today. We know it is pure nonsense today. Well, what do you think they're going to know if the Lord spares the earth 2,000 years from now that we thought was true, that they're going to know is nonsense? What do you think? We don't know. We, we, you know, we don't know. I know that there were some 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 men and women of God 2,000 years ago that God revealed to them that the earth is not flat. Even though I know they were probably looked at like they were crazy. There were some people 2,000 years ago that the Lord revealed to them, the earth is not the center of the universe. And I know people thought they were crazy. Well, just like God is revealing certain truths to his people today that go contrary to what many men and women believe in this generation. But listen, listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. Just because you are or I am thought, or thought to be crazy, that does not mean we are. 2,000 years ago, the men or the women that were saying that the earth is not the center of the universe, they were thought to be crazy. 2,000 years ago, the men or the women that thought that the, that the earth was not flat, they were thought to be crazy. But today, they are known as the pioneers. They are known as those who, who had a special revelation. My prayer for you and my prayer for me, may we have a special revelation. No matter how we are perceived, no matter how we are looked at in our generation, no matter how we are looked at in our dispensation, may we have a special revelation from God. That, in essence, is what we as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers do. We have a special revelation from God. In other words, God has revealed to us that heaven and hell is real. God has revealed to us that you need to be born again. You need to be saved. Even if the majority of men and women don't believe it, God has given us a special revelation. The apostle said 2,000 years ago, he said, I am convinced. He said, look, I'm not saying everybody in my com community is convinced of this. The apostle said, I'm not saying that. I, I, this is what I know is true. I'm not saying that 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 everybody in my uh, in my neighborhood knows this. He said, "For I am convinced." Prayer for you, my brother. A prayer for me. May we be convinced of the truth of God before it's too late. See, and God says, "Robert, deal with this." Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God said, "Robert." 
In my spirit, I'm saying, yes, Lord. Lord, say, everybody in hell know that hell is real now. I'm like, Lord, God said, everybody in hell knows that hell is real now. They didn't believe it in life. They listened to pastors. They listened to preachers. They, some of them looked and read the Bible. They didn't believe it. But everybody that has died and gone to hell, they know hell is real now. You will know hell is real one day. If you don't believe, if you don't convince yourself that what God says is true, my prayer everybody under the sound of my voice may we convince ourselves that God's word is true see just just whatever we have seen whatever we've been told whatever our culture all that God's word is true culture is not guaranteed to be true God's word is culture is not guaranteed to be right God's word is culture is not guaranteed culture. What your culture is doing is not guaranteed to get you get your soul out of hell and get you on your way to heaven. But God's word will. I, I pray for you, my brother. I pray for you, my sister. Convince yourself of what is going to be found at the end of the day to be true. God's word is still true yesterday. Today and forevermore. What God as apostles said 2,000 years ago is just as true today as it was when they said it 2,000 years ago. How about science? For those of you that love science out there, for those of you that believe in science, is what science said 2,000 years ago still the case today? Earth flat. Earth is the center of the universe. All kind of other things that science was saying. But God's word is. God's word is just as true yesterday, today, and forevermore. Apostle said, I'm convinced of God's word. I'm convinced of God's love. I'm convinced that nothing will separate us from the love of God. My prayer is that you will be convinced of these things as well that I will be convinced of these things as well I am convinced the apostle said not everybody I'm not saying everybody is convinced apostle said I am convinced I have decided to believe God my prayer for you my brother my prayer for me may we decide to believe God. Whether we are popular or unpopular, whether we are liked or unliked, whether we are believed or unbelieved, whether we have faults or whether we don't have faults, let us believe God. We know that God is true. We know that God is, is right. Well, I am convinced. The prophet, the apostle said, I'm convinced of God's love. And that nothing in all creation will separate us from 
this all-sustaining love. I'm convinced. Are you? Because that's up to you. Apostle said, I'm convinced. There's some of you that watch this broadcast. Apostle, why are you preaching and teaching like this every day? Because I'm convinced. I'm convinced that people, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm convinced. Now, God has convinced me that people are dying and going to hell every day. And that it is our job as Christians to, 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 to try and tell them. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. My prayer is that you will be convinced. The more we convince ourselves of God's word, the more God will be pleased with you and with me. I say, Apostle, why are you preaching and teaching like this? People are dying and going to hell every day. Question is not why I'm preaching and teaching like this. The question is, why are you not? People are dying and going to hell every day. Would you would you want to stand before God on judgment and God reveal to you that this whole group of people over here that are in hell, that they would have been saved and been in heaven for eternity if you would have preached and taught, if you would have done what God told you? I don't want to have to stand before God with that that kind of that kind of thing on my resume. I already know one neighbor of mine that that God deals with me on. About two or three days before he died, doing fine, in good health, looking good, used to work on my, my cars and my vehicles. Lord told me to call him, tell him it will be a bad thing to die and end up in hell when the word of God was being preached and taught every day across the street from where you are now. I thought he, I didn't take it seriously. I'm thinking, uh, you know, this individual younger than me, healthy, good to maybe I get with him when I get back from Nigeria. I had a couple of missionary trips and I, in less than about in less than about a week. I went to Nigeria. I had some programs. I was telling some of the saints back here to contact this individual, let him know I want him to fix my convertible because I want to drive it when I get back. Saints told me this individual was dead. They just took sick all of a sudden a few days ago and died. How many times in my spirit I've been like, Lord, you knew they were about to die. And Lord says, of course I knew. That's why I told you to deliver that message, Robert. I don't plan, you know, for that to happen again. I plan to deliver the you all the message that God has given me. It's not a good feeling. God has given us as the charge of warning men and women. We know hell is real. We know the presence of God is real. Even if you don't. Apostle said, I'm convinced. Even if you're not convinced. Apostle said, I know that nothing will separate us from the love of God, even if you don't know. So there are some things we're going to know, my brother or my sister, that the world may not know. Unsaved individuals may not know. So let us discharge our duty as sons and daughters of the Most High God. I don't know if we are still uh, broadcasting as, let me see, let me 
connect this children of God. Uh, so we can finish up. Okay, children of God, we hope that we are we are broadcasting. Also says, for I am convinced. So understand, my brother and my sister, you and I will be held accountable for what we are convinced of, what we have decided to believe. What we have decided to trust in. I'm here to let you to know today, my brother and my sister, that there is nothing better than to decide to believe our Creator. You say, Apostle, why? Our Creator cannot lie, it is not even possible. This is one of the reasons why he keeps Satan around for now. Because sometimes people have told lies and, and part of them reaping what they have sown, they need to be lied to. Well, God can't tell a lie. His angels can't tell a lie. God keeps Satan around. Satan can tell a lie. His demons can tell a lie. Well, when God is finished with Satan and demons, God is going to cast them into the lake of fire and burn itself. Just like you and me, when we are, you know, we may go to a restaurant. We get a sandwich. And the sandwich is wrapped up in something. Well, we keep the wrapper on for a while to keep the sandwich warm or to keep the sandwich together until we get home or till we get to where we're going to eat the sandwich. 
Then when we are finished with that wrapper, we throw it away. Well, when God is finished with Satan and demons, God is going to throw Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. There they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. God going to throw him in the lake of fire and burn himself. God going to put him in fire. Beast, false prophet, the devil, his angel, all, all of them, God going to just throw them away when he is finished with them. Just like we throw the wrapper or we'll throw a, a soda bottle away when we are finished with it. We don't want to throw our soda bottle away or our drink bottle away while we're still drinking drink because the drink will be spilled all over the place. But once we take that last drink of drink, we can take that bottle, throw it in a trash can. We can take that, that bottle or that, that and get rid of it when we are finished with it well when god is finished with satan when god is finished with demons when god is finished with the beast when god is finished with the false prophet god said robert and in my spirit i'm saying yes lord into the lake of fire and burning sulfur my prayer for you my prayer for me may we not have to be tossed into the lake of fire and burning sulfur along with these entities. Now, and the Lord is bringing this in my spirit. There have been times when I have dropped a sandwich or I have dropped uh, something that, you know, I was planning to eat. And not only did I have to throw what it was wrapped in away, I had to throw that sandwich away because I maybe dropped it in the mud or dropped it in, in the thing. So now the sandwich, which I was planning to eat, but because I didn't handle it properly, I dropped it. Now it's got to be thrown away with the wrapper. Well, that's what's going to happen to people that don't live for Christ, that don't seek to know their creator and get busy with his good, pleasing, and perfect will. They'll have to be thrown into the lake of fire and burning sulfur along with the beast, the false prophet, and along with the devil. May that not be your portion. Listen to me, my brother. Listen to me, my sister. Hell was not created for us as human beings. Yet people are going every day. Why? Because they didn't believe God. They didn't convince themselves of the right thing. May you and I convince ourselves that God's word is true, that God's word needs to be studied, that God's word needs to be obeyed, that God's word is our leader. God's word is the right course of action. No matter what mama and papa and sister and brother and and uncle and God's word, God's word, God's word. You can end up in hell loving your mother and your father more than God's word. You can end up in hell lo- loving your sister and your brother more than God's word. 
you can end up in hell loving son or daughter more than God's word. Jesus said it like this. He that loves father or mother, sister or brother more than me, more than my word is not worthy of me. My prayer for you. My prayer for me. May we be worthy. May we be found worthy of God's word. God is to be number one in our life, not our mother, not our father, not our sister, not our brother, not our son, not our daughter. God is number one. Well, I am convinced. Apostle said, I'm convinced. I hope you are as well, my brother. I hope you are as well, my sister. I hope we are as convinced in our generation of the truth of God as the apostle was convinced of the truth of God 2,000 years ago. My time is up. May God bless you, my precious brothers and sisters. God shared some very powerful and very potent revelation with us today. And my prayer is that you will take uh, this broadcast, share it, share it on your page. You know, we don't want to be just the only ones that hear the truth of God. We want to try to share this. Share it. Just take and share it. Just let let, let people know that's one of the ways that we help promote the gospel that's one of the ways that the gospel got circulated people heard the apostle Paul they heard Peter they heard James and John and they went back to their village and told people that this is what man of God said this is this is what God revealed this is what God did share it five things God wants you and I to do with his word hear the word H Understand the word, you, remember the word, R, D, do the word, D, and share the word, S, H, U, R, D, S, herds. May you and I do that, and may God be pleased with us in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you, children of God. May heaven continue smile on each of you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.